Do you ever find yourself driving down the road and you are completely lost and need directions? I can't help you with that. Happens to your mother all the time. <laughs> I can't help with that. However, do you find yourself needing some direction from the Holy Spirit in life? Maybe. Maybe we can help with that. Directions for mom? Pretty much out of the question. Even with her GPS on, like, it just, it's a lost cause. Call me the other hopeless. day. She couldn't figure out how to get home from the studio. A drive we've made a hundred times, you know, a month. So I don't do know. I turn this it's way to turn times. that way? Sometimes uh, directions on our map can be hard for some. However, direction from the Holy Spirit does not have to be hard. We get a lot of questions from people saying, oh, well, the Holy Spirit leads you, and that's great, but I'm just a regular person at home. And I'm not regular? Well, I can't answer that, and that's I, probably I'm not, just, I'm just you know. regular. Well, I'm a regular person. Uh, perhaps they mean it in a way of, you're in a position that's different from How most. How so? How so? I'm not How them. I'm different? just saying... I think I'm just some a, I'm just might look at you saying, well, you have a special anointing. You're in the healing ministry. You're uh, in a position of authority, etc." Well, and I'm true. just Susie and I'm at home with my kids and I don't think I can have what, what you do when it comes to leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit. Well, that's not really true. Why not? That's the bottom line is that you can, you can, and we want you to have that. And no matter who you are, what your job is, what your position is, what your age is, what you're working from high up or down low, doesn't matter. You, you can absolutely have direction from the Holy Spirit if you're seeking that. And that's something that is for everyone to have. And I promise you, you want that. If you don't have it, you'll want it. Well, that's why when you pray, you got to do at least as much listening as you do talking. So the Holy Spirit can speak to you. He, he's gonna, not going not gonna to be able to talk a lot if you're doing all the talking. You gotta listen on the inside of the Holy Spirit who gives you, and the Bible speaks of it as the peace of God that passes all understanding. There's a peace of God that comes into your heart that you know, that you know what you know is from God. And secondly, you come to a place in your life where something happens on the inside of you. It's, it's, it's an inward witness. You get a witness on the inside of you that this is God's will. That doesn't happen in some flippant prayer it doesn't happen, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to brush my teeth. I'll, I'll pray for one minute, and then I'll, I'll do something else. It comes, it comes with a life of, of prayer. Daniel prayed several times a day against the government edict in his day. Uh, and, when he, and when he did, the angel came in answer to his request. He prayed until, as you used to say when you were a child, until the pain stopped. Um, prayer has to be a way of life. It's not something that you just think about haphazardly in order to find the peace of God. It's, it's the prayer and staying with it and allowing God to speak to you until that peace comes in that you know you're in the center of God's will. Now, a lot of people, Jordan, think, well, I'm in the middle of a storm and I must be out of God's will. Well, that's not necessarily true. Jesus had said to his disciples one day, let's go over to the other side of the lake. And they got in the boat. They were in God's perfect will. Jesus had told them, we're going to the other side of the lake. While they're in the water, a storm hit. Now you can't say, well, Jesus was out of the will of God because he wasn't out of the will of God and yet a storm hit. Sometimes when you're trying to do what God wants you to do, you face a storm and you have a tendency to say, well, I must be out of the will of God. That's not necessarily true. I've been in lots of storms in my life when I was right in the middle of God's will. So don't, don't use that lousy excuse. No, no, no. You can have the peace of God that passes all understanding when you pray and especially when you pray in tongues, when you pray in the spirit and you get that inner witness on the inside that you're doing what God wants you to do. That may not be popular. It may be misunderstood. Well, sometimes 
people do things like that, but but uh, you, you don't have to fall for that. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think so. What about someone who honestly can't tell the difference between Satan putting a terrible idea in their mind that sounds good and the Holy Spirit leading and guiding uh, them? I used to tell people, and I don't mean for this to sound rude, but if you can't tell the difference between your best friend and your worst enemy, then you need a real relationship with Jesus Christ change in your life. You need to get saved and say, Father, I commit my life to you now and I'm asking you to speak into my heart. You have, I used to see these cartoons uh, when, I was, when I was a little boy. There, you'd see a person with a little, little angel on this shoulder and a little devil on this shoulder. Well, maybe it may that's not so far from, from the truth. You have the voice of the Lord coming in one ear, you have the voice of Satan coming in the other ear. God's voice is peaceful, it's calm, it's directional. Satan's is full of chaos and misunderstanding and illusion. And, and if you are a praying person, you can tell the difference. You know in your spirit. What about someone who has prayed fervently for something for a long time and hasn't gotten an answer? I know at least for me, I have found things that Mm -hmm. I just can't seem to get a clear answer on or clear direction or, or something. It's like you're running right into a wall over and over and over. What do you do in that situation well, where you're not hearing that's, the voice of the Holy That's Spirit? happened to me many times and it's happening to me in several areas right now, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop. I'm going to pray and I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to pray until the answer comes. I'm going to pray until the pain stops. I'm just not going to stop. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep calling that which is not as though it is in the name of Jesus. When you feel like you're hitting a well, wall, do you do something different or do you just do the same I thing? Just, I just persist. I just keep pushing and keep pushing. I just keep wearing the devil out until I get the miracle that I'm believing for. But don't, don't misunderstand me. I'm facing things right now in my own personal life that I'm believing God for. And, and I've been believing for a long time and I haven't seen the answer yet, but by faith, I've got it. It's coming, it's mine. I'm taking possession of it by my faith and I'm not letting go until the miracle is manifested. What about the leading of the Holy Spirit in something that isn't a large thing in your life, something small? Do you find that you are led by the Holy Spirit in small decisions as well as big decisions? Uh, yes, in, in every area of my life. I pray about everything. The Bible says pray about everything. You know, be anxious for nothing, pray about everything. I, I pray about everything. Lindsay and I pray before we get in the car, to drive down to the grocery store. You know, we, we put angels around us. Uh, we take those kind of things seriously for even the little, littlest things. Was there Sometimes ever... the little things can trip you up. Oh, sure, and sometimes the little things can become big things depending on, you know, what the thing is. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you weren't thinking about it and weren't actively praying about it, but you felt the Holy Spirit leading you differently? Oh, sure. Can I give you an example? Yeah. Oh, this is from your mother. Uh, Lindsay was driving down the street one day, and the Lord spoke to her and said, pull into this uh, shopping center and go into this resale shop. And she said, Lord, I was there a few weeks ago. They don't have anything I want. And the Lord said, pull in there. And she said, Lord, I, I don't have time. I've got to pick up the girls. You, were, you girls were young. Uh, and the Lord said, pull into this place and go to that store. She said, okay. So she pulled in, got out of her car, went into the store. Sure enough, there was nothing there that she wanted. She got back in the car as if to say, Lord, why did you have me do that? She pulled out in the street. Just a few blocks down, there was a major head-on crash. There were police cars, there were fire engines, there were ambulances. And the Lord spoke to her and said, I wasn't interested in the store. I was interested in saving your life. And because you listened to me, you heard my voice and you obeyed. I saved you from being involved in that wreck. 
Yeah, sounds like a little thing, but would have become a very big thing. Well, there was nothing in that store that, that she needed or wanted. But God had another purpose in mind, and we need to listen to that. Sometimes God tells me to do things that just seems crazy to the world. But it turns out to be something amazing when I obey. But sometimes it seems like the answer is pretty obvious. Do you seek counsel nevertheless, or do of you course. just plow through? Of course. I have a group of people that I love to call to pray. Okay, but those are for big things. You don't call them for every decision. Well, I call them for some small things, too. But think about like things on a daily basis. I'm talking about people at home who don't actively pray about every little thing and, and are saying, you know, is this something that I need to stop for every single decision? Or are there things that you simply go with it because you know the Holy Spirit has already given you the answers to? Or yes. do you simply just say, well, A is pretty obvious. I'm just going to go with that one. Yes to, yes to both. Yes to both. Yes to both. There, there are times when you just know. You just know. You get a feeling in your heart. You get a peace. You just know. What if the answer is obviously take A because B is ridiculous and no one wants to do that, but you feel led to do it? How do you put yourself in a position How to take B when you to feel take B when A is the one that everyone's going to be like, you're an idiot for taking B. Everyone can see A is the obvious <laughs> choice or the obvious path or the right thing. And for some reason, you're like, no, I, I know Lord is leading me to do this. How do you do that when it's unpopular or everyone else is saying you're stupid for doing that? Well, I've been called a lot of names in my life, um, but I do my best. Uh, to, to take B when I feel in my spirit I'm supposed to take B, when the obvious answer to other people might be A. Uh, but uh, I, I, I do that when I know, I know in my heart it's the right thing. I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I was dating your mother, and uh, the Lord impressed me that we should get married, but I knew there'd be a firestorm that would come against me if I get remarried. I'd been divorced for about a year. And I knew there'd be a firestorm, but I had a word in my heart from God. There were prophetic words given over me. My father prophesied over me. Brother Kenneth Hagin, who was living at that time, uh, prophesied over me. And I knew I had a word from God. It wasn't going to be popular. It was going to be unpopular. I knew all hell was going to come against me, but I had a word from God. I chose B. We've been married now for 40 years and have three beautiful daughters, one of whom is sitting right next to me. A lot of people aren't like that. For some of those more people-pleaser types or the type who don't like to step on other people's toes, it's harder for some people I, I to stand. I wasn't stepping on anybody else's toes. I understand, toes. but... I was doing what I believe was right. You were, and it and had to do with you. all hell did come against me, but I knew I was doing the right thing. I, I agree, but there are situations that it, it, it might, option B might step on some people's toes and might upset the apple cart, or... Well, I can't live on mites. I know, but... but some of them, okay, inevitably will upset the apple cart and um, inevitably will really upset some people. How do you go through with that knowing that it's going to upset even people you care about, perhaps? And I know you're you. You're just going to say, well, just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> That's what Nike says. <laughs> that is not always helpful advice. For some of us, I tend to be a little more of a, I'm not a just do it like him, but I am the type that when you're it's- You're a lot, you're a lot of just In a do lot it. of things, I'm not, but when it comes to something that I know for sure the Lord is leading me to something, in that situation, I will just do well, it. Well, I'm trying to soften up. But <laughs> this one is very much, what's the problem? Just fix it, let's do it. And, and that 
works in some situations, but in others, knowing I'm, I'm an F, I'm a feeler, he's a thinker. So for him, it's a little more, this is action consequence, black and white, this is going to get the best result, we're doing this. For me, I'm a little more like, I really don't want to hurt anyone's feelings in the process and I don't want to upset. I, I want to do the right thing, but I also am a little more sensitive about it. So sometimes yeah. it's hard for me to pick the right thing, even though I will do it, but I really don't want to upset anyone in the process. Lord, Jordan, I'm a forward thinker. I think down the road. I don't think just today. I think down the road. And when I see that it's all going to work out for the betterment of everybody down the road, that helps me. And I'm able to get through the slew of things that may come against me at the moment because I see the benefit that comes down the road. I'm a forward thinker. I don't just live in the moment. I'm looking forward all the time. I'm a future thinker too, but I'm also uh, I'm also concerned with people's feelings and well, knowing that I'm going, not and going not just that, but going against them is is really hard well, for me. Sometimes. But you're not going against them. You're going for God. What God wants you to do. Yes, but it's not always that black and white. And for some that may and, be a harder struggle than and for others. I, I've had to go to people and say, look, I, I know this, this may upset you, but this is what the God has led me to do. This is what I feel in my heart that I am to do. I, I'm going to do it, and I'm praying that you'll understand. And sometimes that's all you can do. And, and I know if, if I'm being led to something specifically, and I know that that is what the Holy Spirit is telling me to do, I will do it every time I will do it. And in the process, I simply try to do it with as much kindness and empathy when needed as possible and pray that they can see why I chose the thing I did or why I did it because the Lord is leading me. And I try to use that not as an excuse, but simply saying, the Lord is leading me. I don't have all the answers. I Sometimes I don't always know. Sometimes I'm, I'm doing it because he's telling me to, even though sometimes I'm looking at it thinking, this is ridiculous. But I always follow up with, but the Lord is telling me to do it and I'm going to be obedient even if even I think, what am I doing? Be yeah. obedient, and I try to yeah. be as gentle as possible when it needs it. Yeah, what she said. Yeah, right, what she said. <laughs> Mr. Just do it over here. Gentle is not in his middle name, but for some of us, I know it is a little harder to do things when you know it's going to upset the boat or hurt someone's feelings. But sometimes I've had decisions that I had to make, and I knew it was going to hurt someone's feelings, but the Lord was leading well, me to do it. You, I don't you have, have to do it. I don't have any desire to hurt anyone's feelings but I also have a greater desire to be obedient to the Lord. And sometimes things that I, I do that the Lord has led me to do are misunderstood. And uh, I'm sorry that that, that that hurts someone. And when I know it hurts someone, I do my best to go to that person and say, look, please understand, uh, the Lord spoke to me to do this and I, I must obey him. And I hope that you understand. And that's all you really can do. And so I'm, I'm not being calloused anymore. No, I, I'm not either, because I'm not like you I'm in a lot of ways. I'm not going to say, I'm going to do whatever the heck I want, you know. Yeah, and uh, consequences, uh, you know, who no, cares? No, 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 no that's no, not no, it. No, I know. No, no, I think there have been times when I have done and said things like that, but hopefully I've matured over the years and I don't, I don't do that. No, like I don't think I, you do. I used to. I don't think you do at all. You know? So I think. When I was young, much younger, I, I was, uh, you know. <laughs> You're naturally just a, I'm going to do it my way and who cares if you don't like it kind of person. So I can see how it'd be easy to do that. I'm not well, that way. So I certainly don't have any desire to be that way. No, of course you don't. And, and some decisions, unfortunately, some things put you in a situation where you have to and you have to, I mean, you have a choice. You don't have to follow 
whatever God's telling you to do. But boy, I would strongly caution against it because the consequences of not being obedient are far worse than the consequences yeah. of upsetting someone, or making someone mad at you or whatever it is the consequences are for not doing whatever it is that he's told you Jordan, to do. Jordan, four years ago when the Lord spoke to me and told me that my, my um, healing crusade ministry was over and that I was to focus in on underdeveloped nations and their pastors, there were people who told me I was crazy. Here I was, an evangelist in the healing ministry, having miracles all over the world, having laid hands on some 36 presidents and prime ministers, crowds up to 100,000, 200,000 people a night in nations all over the earth. And now the Lord says, focus on some underdeveloped nations, pastors. Some people thought I was crazy, but I had a word from God. I knew it. And the Lord dropped India in my heart. I had no desire to go back to India. I'd been to India in the crusade years and years ago, uh, way, way back there. Uh, uh, just when you were a little girl, and I vowed I would never go back. But God spoke to me and said, yes, you're going to go back, and here's what you're going to do. And I've been doing it now for these past several years, and in these past several years, I've now laid my hands on 4,000 plus Indian pastors. And I have a vision of laying my hands on 10,000 Indian pastors. And, and now India is deep in my heart because I am helping pastors to do a better job of what they're called to do. And that's, that's, that's a burning passion. And people now, after several years, are beginning to say, well, I understand why the Lord is showing you that. You've become a minister to ministers, just like the Lord said. Well, sometimes it takes time for people to see the response, but I, I obeyed immediately. And that's important to obey, no matter what it is that the Lord is telling you to do. But it doesn't have to be something as giant as that. It may be something small. It may be something seemingly insignificant, but you're feeling led to one thing and not another. And even if it's something that no one's really gonna be upset about, but you know, it just kind of seems like it's obvious to do this and not what the Lord has called you to do. Don't listen, follow whatever it is that God's telling you to do. It doesn't have to be a major ministry altering decision for if God is leading you to do something, even in the small things, be obedient. And you don't have to be in a position like him or like any of us here it could be something to do with your flower shop or your second child, anything, could be anything. If the Lord's leading you to do it, listen to the Holy Spirit, pray about it. If you wanna hear the Holy Spirit more and maybe you're saying, I'm not sure I even know what that's like, pray about it. Tell God, I want to hear your voice. I want you to lead every decision I make. You don't have to be in a position of ministry authority to have that in your life. I think he's given it to all of us. And for those of you who don't know if it's really necessary in your life, try it. I promise you, you will be better off and you will not go back again. Anything you'd like to add? Nope. Nope, okay. Well, thanks for tuning in today. If you have questions about the Holy Spirit or hearing the voice of God or anything, or anything else you'd like us to talk anything. about on these YouTube videos. Yeah, anything. Tell us. Write it in the comments. You can, um, you can email us and or write us if you so prefer to write. I don't know the last time I've written an actual hard letter. I say it's been a few moons, but you know, if you like to do that, keep the pen alive, go for it. Write us, let us know what you'd like to hear or what you'd like to discuss or what you'd like one of us to bounce an idea off another. On. Expound upon, yes, indeed. Thanks for tuning in today. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, even if it's something small, I think you'll find yourself surprised and all the little things he, he's leading you to do that really start adding up for you. We hope that this has been a blessing. We pray that you start listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit in everything that you do. Pray and seek before you do anything.
If you leave with nothing else, leave with that. Pray about your decisions and follow the voice of the Lord. Subscribe so you don't miss anything, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We have a special offer available for you. Just click on the link for more information. As always, you can find additional teaching and resources from Richard and Lindsay Roberts and request prayer at oralroberts.com or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777.